April 7th to Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marky Devereaux, and we have a full group of panelists here today to discuss financial collapse and its consequences. We have on the line Brian Parker, Evan Engel, Samuel Kachira. We also have Rob Arnold and Enyurka Encarnacion. So you've got a full panel today discussing what's going on with this world economy. Whether you guys are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, we'd like to welcome you. If you'd like to be part of the panel discussion, you can join us on Cast Crew 212 at Gmail, C-A-S-T-C-R-E-W 212 at gmail.com. So my first question on this Tuesday is, should the world sue China for damages? Now, Brian Parker, um, I'm going to let you take this one because you were kind of silent yesterday, and I want you to have some input today. Do you think we should hold China financially responsible for this global shutdown? Yes, but I'm afraid that... um, if we react a certain way, it could end up coming back on us, you know, and what I mean by that is if you look at the way we've done with tariffs and things like that, um, that actually hurts farmers and other folks. So, you know, what is it that we can do to them financially that's uh, not going to come back and blow back on us? That's my only question. Should they be held accountable? Absolutely. Should we sue them? I mean, it's one of those lawsuits that would get tied up and how do you really quantify the damages and things like that anyway? Okay. What are they going to do? Rob, what, what, what's your take on this? You know, the the, the right the right is pro-business. Businesses are at a standstill right now and the only people working are the government, unless it's Amazon or delivery food workers. What is your thought? Should we be able to sue China? Should China be paying us back financially? Yeah, I think um, it would be more symbolic than anything else. Uh, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in lawsuits against countries across the world. Iran, uh, as an example, I, I, I don't know that it would gain us anything. Uh, I think that uh, they've been paying, uh, I mean, for decades, they weren't paying us one plum nickel under Trump. They're paying billions of dollars and the tariffs have not hurt the farmers. The farmers are, are, are ecstatically happy. They're, every one of them, pretty much every farmer to, to a farmer is a Then Trump. why did we have to subsidize them then? He did have to subsidize them for that moment in time. And he subsidized them with a fraction of the amount of money he pulled in from China in the first place. Um, I, I don't know about suing China. I think it's, uh, they are, they, you know, Brian is right. They need to be held accountable somehow. Okay. Okay. Nurka, I'm going to ask you this question because um, you have uh, worked for the Chinese. You have seen the effects of compromising some of the human rights and labor issues. So what would you say? Uh, Should China be paying? Um, I think they should. 
Um, It's just the mere fact that the Americans in our land are being affected in a negative way. You know, whenever there's a deal that comes to the table, it should be so that it's a win-win situation, not a win and you lose situation. So we we just, yeah, there's, there's gotta be something that has to be done. I cannot tell you um, what I don't know. I I can just say that this needs to be fixed. Yes. It it has been Uh, fixed in some ways. Yeah. It has been better. Sam, you've lived in China um, and the global, the global reverberations that are financially that are about to take place aren't even known right now. How do you think, uh, or do you think that China should even be held responsible and how can they be held responsible? <clears throat> this is a very good question. Um, I would love to see China being oh. held responsible. Uh, and just for clarity, Chinese government, not the people. Um, uh, how can they be held responsible? This is a good question. Um, one thing I think is that we need to we need to be careful on how much business we're doing with them. If we can taper down the business and bring them to either some sort of a level playing field or kind of give them a a rap on the back of their hands that says, tis, tis, you should not be doing this. Um, You you can't really get monetary compensation, but you could get some kind of... um, I'm getting I'm getting feedback. I'm sorry from somebody. So just check your mics, guys. Make sure your si- backgrounds are silent. Go ahead, Sam. Can I ask Can I ask a question here? Sure. Go ahead, Evan. What is it? I, I I'm a little confused here. What is it that we think China did that requires punishment? And and I ask because I I, I remember I think it was about ten years ago, a volcano went off in Iceland. And it disrupted air travel. Flights couldn't get you. You couldn't fly out of Europe for for I think a week. You know, probably a billion, probably a billion dollars of, of economic damage. Right. Nobody, to my knowledge, said we need to punish Iceland for this. Right. Iceland's got to pay for that's, this. That's an interesting that, question. That was a, a natural disaster and a, and a, a disease outbreak. Can, can you know? Obviously, there are there are problems with responses. I, America think, is having its own problem with the response. I don't think but a disease itself is a natural disaster. I don't it, think that your comparison I don't think, is I don't fair. Know. Your comparison is yeah, not fair. Because, because, number one, you mentioned it's a natural disaster. Number two, it did not affect the entire planet, and it did not kill people. Right? Remember, this is uh, Brian and Marquis' biggest point. Like, there are dead bodies. Yeah. Sure, so, sure, but there, there are there are where, also Chinese where, dead bodies where, too. Where? China, if, if you're talking about dead bodies, China's been punished already. Well, the uh, Chinese government doesn't give a damn about those people that are dead. They're right. trying to come China, out. China did it to their, to their own people, so they have to end. They, they're All accountable the or not. What do you mean China did it, though? Right? Like, like, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like I said I earlier, I think in, in yesterday's show, they did send people to Italy. They sent people that they knew were diseased to Italy. But and how do you know that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got to say that. Photographs. The biggest point is that China lied. They, they lied and they withheld information, which could have potentially saved. Sam, get closer to your mic. Sam, get closer to your mic. You're a little muted. You said you said China lied. Yep. Can you okay, hear me? Go ahead, Sam. They lied. Uh, you're a little muted, but I'd like you to get closer to your mic. Go ahead. China, China lied so and what, they withheld information. What did, what did they? What did they lie about and what did they withhold? Death count. They lied. They lied about uh, the virus. Um, not being so contagious, or sorry, 
it's contagious. They locked down cities, but they lied about the start. It was not started in you know in a wet market. How do you know this? I'll tell you how you know it. Because you cannot you cannot transfer a virus from a swine like a pig to a human. They were calling this a swine flu. Virus from a pig does not actually get into the virus of, uh, to the cells of a human. We do not swap virus. We do not swap virus. From, from what I be clear, be clear. We do. From not what I understand, this, this is not from a swine. This is from a, a either they're saying either a bat or a snake, and it matches genetically. So, it, it's pretty yeah. similar to other viruses that come from bats and snakes. Great, it's true. We cannot swap viruses so, from animals. Okay, so so let's say let's human. say then you cannot. So swap. so if China. Let's say China Hold had on, had, had, had had given given all that information you you wish it had given it and, and had been straightforward about the death count. What do you think I, I, would America have done something differently? Well, let's talk Probably about America. Not. I don't know what it would have been. America, America. So if it, America stopped the travel at the end of January, this is a month before Trump called it a hoax. All right. So if y'all want a timeline stuff, right. this is one you can do. All right, Trump shut down the travel between China and the U.S. at the end of January, or was it like the first week of February? Can't remember to be sure. I think it was February 3rd. Okay, February 3rd then. All right? But that, but he he called it a hoax around February 28, 29, uh, something like that, the end of February. He called it a hoax. All right? But why? So, he called why? the reaction. Why, why is not... So, so then I'm still confused. No, no, hold if, on, Evan. If China had given us more info... Do you think Trump would have shut it down sooner? That's a great if question. China would have, if China would have given more info, yeah, why, why wouldn't he? But, but remember, Trump was Sam, acting. Much clearer on, now. Trump was acting on the advice of the people of of um, of his medical experts and things like that, like the the CDC and all of that. So he was getting information about the this this uh, virus, and then eventually he decided to shut down the travel because he shut it down so early. People were calling him racist and whatever, but he did a good job. But still, uh, it's a month earlier than he called it a hoax, and people are still saying, "Yeah, but he called it a hoax." And blah blah blah. You know what? Sometimes people yeah, talk. Yeah. To forgive him. Let it go. No, man. no, 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 no. No, 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 no,
Hold on, hold on. I, I would I would not get in front of the American people and open up my mouth and sound like a buffoon calling something a hoax if I don't have all the information. Correct. He never called the virus a hoax. You're still at the end of February. You're right still on, I am. Right on, great. I am. Because that great. was preparation time. Great. Good business so, no, people no, no, prepare. No, 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 no. no, no. Preparation began when he shut down the travel. Preparation began when he no, shut down the no, travel. Go back no. to that. This, this, conversation, this conversation today is about accountability. Who is accountable? You were talking about your commander-in-chief. You stand behind him. Okay, when he opens up his mouth, it's like toothpaste. When it comes out of the tube, you can't put it back in the tube. We awesome. are holding him accountable to his words. If you call something a hoax and then a month later you're shutting down the economy, then you're a damn fool. A damn fool. Great. And yes, we're going to hold him accountable. We're going to keep holding him accountable. And we're going to remind him, don't speak unless you're sure of what you're talking about. And if you're not sure, then you say you're not sure. That's what intelligent people do. I don't know, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to get the answers. Let me talk to the experts. But Let's find I, out. I thought it was already clear that he did not call you the situation that was a hoax. Quite, that was quite he a rant. He called what you was done? being reported right? a hoax. Hold on, Hold on, Sam. Go ahead. Uh, and Yurka, one second. Continue, honey. What were you saying? Uh, Trump let it be known many times that he did not call the virus a hoax. He called what, what was what was being reported a hoax because on January 21st, he gave a, an order to close the airport. When the president did that, they called him a racist for not letting Chinese people in. Was he not letting Chinese people in or Chinese Americans in? I don't he know. Was not, he I was not letting any China. flights. And he was not letting any flights from China come in. And when he did that, okay. they called him a racist against Chinese. So it's like. Okay. It's very accurate. And guess what else? Joe never, Biden said that it would. He will never do anything oh, right. Oh, he, the worst, the worst word that okay. was used was was hysteria. Joe Biden referred to it as hysteria. So the the, okay. the move that Donald Trump made that saved thousands, if not tens of thousands, of lives, the Democrat nominee to be president called hysteria. He's basically disqualified from the presidency right there. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's let's say something. First of all, let so we when we talk about Trump. On the right, what we often like to do is we like to go back to the 90s or we like to go back to some time when a Democrat was in office and we want to hold them accountable for something that's happening now. Now, let me come back to financial collapse and its consequences. OK, I'm going to change the course of the conversation. Will twelve hundred dollars fix the current crisis? We are told that the U.S. Treasury is going to send checks out to everybody. Brian, is $1,200 going to do anything for you right now? Is it going to do anything? <laughs> Probably. I mean, it, it's going to, I mean, it's $1,200 more than I have. Is it going to um, take care of everything that needs to be done because of what's going on? Absolutely. I don't think there's anybody on here that would say it would is it something more than i have yes but is it enough no okay and yurka i'd like to ask you you're 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 a mother you're uh an entrepreneur freelancer twelve hundred dollars with what's going on right now with the global shutdown 
what's $1,200 going to do for you? I agree with Brian. It's more than what I have now. Um, and yeah, it will cover for certain things. And, and I just went to pay my phone bill and I didn't realize that I had $38 credit. I'm like, what are you? And they were, they were calling it a balance. So I'm like, okay, so if I have this balance, let me just pay it off and make it zero. So it just okay. happens to be credit. So certain things, it's not just the $1,200. They're, they are also covering for, for other damages. And as since it has been extended, there are also going to be changes that are coming up. All right. So let's, let me just ask this question to the right, and I'm going to gear this towards Sam and toward Rob. How is sending out a check for $1,200 any different than uh, welfare? How is that any different than Social Security or, um, Ooh, I, I don't know. Some type of, I could answer uh, uh, that. Okay. Um, but let me, let me start, let me start with Sam first. Um, how is this any different than, um, than those entitlement programs that, that they're called on the right? Sam, go ahead. Yeah, yeah actually, um, the $1,200, it's like what Brian said, it's more than what you have, but it's not enough to get things done. But, but if okay, you, it's not enough. But what you, well, you can. Yeah, it's definitely not enough. We know that. But what's 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 the option? I mean, zero. Like, what do you? What, what would you prefer? Two thousand a month. You want two thousand? Right. Well, okay, right. let's blow the budget some more. Then no problem. Everybody's got to get two thousand now. Why not? Somebody came okay. up with twelve hundred. Okay. They would they would have come up with that number for a reason. I'm not really sure the reason though. Right. Yeah, they they did. They came up with it because they came up with it by multiplying minimum wage, right? They okay. tell you, they say, what's the minimum wage? You multiply that times eight times five, you know, and then they said, okay, that's that's here you go. You got you got a week's pay. Is that what they okay, said? Is that what they maybe a month's pay? Right. Is that what they said, or is that what you? Do that's that. It's 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 weird that the math works out perfectly, right? That when you that when you divide it up that way, that you get it by by looking at minimum wage. So what's minimum but, wage? But now? look, this is. Uh, it depends on what state you live in. Yeah. Ah, so but nationally, nationally, it's still down. It's still down at like what, like ten dollars or something? Federally, I don't even think it's ten dollars. I'm not even yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I equal to minimum wage. I I think you might be kind of low. I'm just guessing. I don't know. No, 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 no. Our minimum wage is low. Our minimum wage is low in the United States, and that's been an argument for a number of years. Rob, I want to take this to you. How is this not? An entitlement is twelve hundred dollars. Well, because it's a bailout for the American people, um, not a bailout for corporate America or any of that. Just it's 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 for people who are suffering during a very very difficult time and during we could call it a national cla a calamity. Um, so you can't compare this uh, to a monthly check for somebody who's got their gut out to their knees and crackers between their couch cushions, smoking joints all day, watching Jerry Springer. So there's an enormous difference between monthly and, wow. and uh, monthly entitlement programs and um, helping people in this time of need, just like they did during the Great Depression. Um, it's people got assistance that otherwise would not have when the Great Depression was over. Those people weren't continuing to get assistance, whereas people I in welfare, often it's generational. 
Well, I, I, you know, maybe I need to do my research here, but what I know about the Great Depression is people standing in soup lines and jumping off of buildings. Um, yeah, but I I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the fact that FDR instituted programs where people were able to go and get money from the federal government. And uh, right. but those people didn't stay with welfare and, and food stamps and, and housing vouchers and all that stuff. That's a way of life uh, for people that don't want to go out and work or in some cases that just can't find work. Okay. The minute so they can I'm, find work, they should just, you know, okay. they sure. should just bring themselves up. Okay. So, so, so then tell me, tell me this. We just saw a record number of people file for unemployment. We saw 10 million people yeah. file for unemployment. Right. I mean, are, are, is this, you know, are Jerry Springer's ratings about to go sky high? I mean, who, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's not what is being people. said here. That's not okay. what's being said at all. You're right, Slip. That's Look, not what I, is being said. The thing, the thing is, is that I? It's temp. This is temporary, and and uh, so. And by the way, to your question, Marquis, about how's that going to really help? Is twelve hundred enough? Let me put it to you this way: I remember people calling my show, telling me, "I got this check from George Bush for three hundred dollars. Yeah, this is going to save the economy. He's a jackass." Well, guess what? Those kinds of things do save economic. Uh, uh, save us from economic turmoil because uh -huh. when Bush first entered the White House, we were in a recession. The dot-com bubble had burst. Nobody should be blaming Bill Clinton for the dot-com bubble having burst any more than anybody ought to be crediting right. Bill Clinton with the dot-com sure. propelled economy. But when those okay. people okay. got those, wait, yeah, last, point, last point, when those people got those three hundred dollar checks, they can it go out and buy that pair of shoes they otherwise. No, 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 no! Stop, stop, stop! Hold on. It circulates on. the money. I'm, 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 I'm going to get personal here for a moment, and Sam criticizes me for getting personal, but right now I need to relate to the audience. The host of this show receives public assistance. The host of this show receives public assistance because of a disability, okay? I also receive food stamps. I am personally a person that goes out, and Yurka, you've worked with me before. You know my work ethic. If I, you know, Being over 50, I find that people don't want to hire me right away. It's, it's just because I've got a stacked resume, I'm overqualified, but I'm also not a desirable in the workforce. I've had to accept that. So what did I do? I became an entrepreneur. And if I were not getting public assistance, I would probably be homeless and I would probably not be able to eat. Now, no, I, I say that because, of, uh, one second, Yoka. I say that because of the fact that anyone who is not on social security right now or getting public assistance, Anyone who is not is probably in a lot of trouble because they have to wait for their unemployment to come through. Okay. And these, you know, we've criticized these safety nets in the past. I would be one of those people that we might be describing as someone who might want to sit back, and watch Jerry Springer with crackers in my legs. But unfortunately, <laughs> I'm trying to build a podcast and, and build my credit and qualify for loans so that I can pay the people that are on this podcast. Yeah, you're not who I was describing. No, no, but I, I want to be clear that not everyone falls into that category. And I'm not taking personal what you said, but I just wanted to clarify. Nirka, you wanted to go ahead and add something. Please do. And you should not be ashamed if you have to take public assistance or unemployment because we live in a bankrupt, bankrupt country since 1933. 1933, Ooh. the gold was removed from the United States and nobody's asking how they are printing all this money. Because every time the Federal Reserve, which is a it's a private entity, it's not part of the United mm -hmm. States. So don't call right. it calling it federal 
um, it's not um, the United States. It's a I understand. Uh, I understand. Yes. That means that the money, the currency, because it's not money, the currency, the note, is being devalued. Has anybody asked what's going to happen next? Because it's like wow. cause and effect. Right now, you're, you know, you're with your boyfriend. You're having a very good time. You do the chicky chicky, and you're not even thinking of what's going to happen after the chicky chicky. And after the chicky chicky, a month later, somebody calls, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, shit, what are we going to do now? So Personal responsibility. What I'm trying to look at is, is in the long run, what is going to happen with all of this printing of money? What is going to happen in the long run? And has anybody asked where this is coming from? Yes. Yeah. I've asked it. Wow. Okay. Because we're devaluing the dollar. We we have to be. You just can't invent money. It has to be come from somewhere. Exactly. We're not we're not printing more money to pay people for, for unemployment. What we did what we are making more money for, as I understand it, was for this trillion dollar bailout to to industries, right? To to airlines and cruise small ships business. and all these guys. Oh, they're not I don't think the airlines qualify as a small business. No, no same, but small business owners business. are getting are getting relief here. Some of them. Um, some of them, well, yeah. Well, but well, the restaurants in New saving. York City. Right, well, the thing, I'm, I'm, the thing, the overall about these businesses is that is to keep them running so that they could also pay their employees when they come back to work. What I'm also questioning okay. is, is, is like the the Kennedy Library, which was already funded and it had enough money. Why was why is is our our credit going to that? Because this is our credit. Is remember, remember, this is a bankrupt country. JHR one ninety two. We are the ones who have the credit. It's not the government. So when you go to public assistance and you sign all of these documents, what you are doing is that you're signing bond that will go to the treasury. The treasury will give permission to the Federal Reserve Bank to print those notes that are under your wow. credit. That's, okay. the, way, that's wow. the way money is created. You can wow. also look up National Currency Act. Wow. Nyoko, and what you're, what you're describing right now uh, is information that when I was briefly incarcerated was circulating in, I guess when people are, 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 are kept, uh, you know, in a situation like that, they have no choice but to either uh, do research and, you know, build their minds or become self-destructive and suicidal. Right. So I really appreciate what you said in regards to the Fed, in regards to the United States being a bankrupt country, and where is the money coming from that we are printing. Now, this ties in with something that you said on another program, and you discussed the fact that the United States has debt that's owed to China. But when I asked the first question, should the world sue China for damages, I would think that that debt would now be negated because the the, the uh, it, you know, and, and Evan talked about the, the, you know, the volcano and Evan, Evan has referred to this as a natural disaster, but I don't think everybody agrees that this is a natural disaster. I think some people actually believe that this was a coordinated attempt that got out of hand. And the virus now, is patent. Yeah. There's a patent on the virus. 
wow, you're saying the virus is patented, which yes. means, it, and, 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 and why are we patenting viruses? Like, what, what the hell's going on? This sounds like a Monsanto kind of thing where we're owning seeds. It just sounds like a sickness to me. It sounds Bill like- Gates is part of Monsanto's wow. too. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Okay. So let's- This is, let's, this is our, we gotta, we gotta button some things here. The okay. virus is not patented. Right. Nobody, no one has patented the virus. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. That, that biomed, firms, biomed firms do really patent, like they patent parts of the human genome and they do some weird stuff. No doubt about it. But, I, but I've researched nobody, that they patent viruses. I've researched Nobody has patented the coronavirus. Are you that's sure? Just, yeah, I'm sure. That's just something that somebody just kind of made up because they thought it would get traction and it did. Right? Okay. No, one, no, one, no one has even patented, to my knowledge, no one's even patented a vaccine for the coronavirus. Well, because it doesn't quite exist yet. Right. right. So working when, on it, it. when it comes, somebody probably will try to patent that, which is terrible. We sh- you shouldn't oh. be able to patent a vaccine. But That's I agree 100% with okay. that. Okay. So yeah. let, me, let me move to my next question. Paychecks and loans. What is the new climate for business? Um, Rob, I'd like to focus this question at you. Uh, businesses are at a standstill. We don't know if this is going to last three months. We don't know if it's going to last six months, nine months. Um, what what is what is the new climate for business? What do you see moving forward uh, from the right viewpoint? Well, I mean, first I'll say that it's very creepy when I walk uh, during rush hour um, Upper West Side Broadway and it's deserted, everything's shuttered, you know, everything's shut down, and it's um, the, the economic impact of this. We don't even know what it's ultimately going to be. But okay. as the president has said, the minute this does clear, right now this is like a we're like a coiled spring very tightly coiled spring mm. and when this thing does break and it will i mean this this can't go on indefinitely. are you sure you you don't know that you oh don't i do know, know that, that. we've Why? what are you talking about we've had many viruses throughout history many 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 viruses and uh, this is a pandemic this, this is, is a pandemic new, uh the, the, what is new is the reaction to it which is probably an attempt to, to um, uh, take t- uh, Donald Trump's uh, ace card and crumple it up because the well, Trump economy. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Hold on. But, hold on. Hold on. No, the answer to your yeah. question is we are going to spring back. Okay, we are shut, but the world is shut down for the, the moment. world. I don't know. I don't know what businesses will be able to recuperate in the current situation. So the question was, what is the new climate for business? And I don't know if I've got quite going to be the answer. same as the old climate. We're going to be back to a Trump economy. My prediction would be by June. The the, the thing is, we you know, we've seen I, I read a, an interview with a chef, a Michelin star chef, big guy who, who knows the industry well. And his estimate was that 75 percent of restaurants won't reopen after this. Right. And if that's true, if, if he's right or, or if he's even close to right, then think about that. If they open the economy up tomorrow, absolutely. I would go out to the bar. I would go out to a restaurant. I'd be celebrating. Everybody would be. Right. right. But if it's but if it's two months from now, three months from now and and they then maybe if the economy reopens, there won't be a bar to go to where. And that's and that's even if I even have money left to spend, if I haven't given my twelve hundred dollar check to my landlord. Right. And right. Exactly. Table, okay. then, now, hold on. We'll reopen. Now, hold on one second. And now, uh, I'm sorry, Evan, what you're discussing is the hospitality industry. And the hospitality industry is dependent upon, uh, it it includes restaurants, it includes hotels, it includes catering. Um, Brian Parker, you work in hospitality. Uh, 
Nyerka Encarnacion, you have worked in hospitality on the event. Yes, side and I it. love it. <laughs> and and um and and Sam, you have traveled to different countries. So <clears throat> air travel is a form of tourism. Hospitality and tourism are very, very related. The airlines are shut down, the hotels are shut down, the restaurants are shut down. Uh, the only thing that isn't shut down are the banks and the government. And a restaurant that I just patronized three days ago told me that they will be out of business uh, starting Sunday, which is today. Uh, so, sorry, which was uh, two days ago. I'm sorry about that. So how, Evan, would you say these businesses are going to move forward from your left point of view? I, I'm, well, I mean, honestly, the best thing you could do for people, I, I would think is to give direct assistance to people for the duration of this crisis. There have been numbers floated for, uh, I think $2,000 is, is the Sanders proposal. I think that's a good one. And what that does is, it, you're right, it, will that keep all the businesses afloat? Maybe not, but it'll keep the workers and the owners afloat. Now and you, when say, this, you say Sanders proposal, referring to Bernie Sanders. That's right. Okay, That's go right. ahead. Go ahead. Other people, other people have proposed much, much more. Ro, Ro Khanna, who's a, a Democratic congressman, has proposed six thousand a month. But I believe Sanders has proposed two thousand, and I think AOC is on board with that as well. Also, some people on the right have proposed similar things. Uh oh, uh oh! Don't say, don't say anything good about AOC because then Sam, then, then Sam and Rob okay, might have okay. a And you know what's funny is that I've never asked Nyerka what her affiliation is. But Nyerka, are you pro Trump? I am not uh -oh. pro anybody. I really investigate and I see and I try to put things together to see if they make sense because um, we are always being lied to. Um, so wow. we have to really look. To, I always have to look and see. It's like putting a puzzle together and see where things make sense. If you know. Okay. So. Hey, I'm Marquis. Yeah, okay. Um, Marquis, Brian, we, I just yes, want to uh, yes, say sir. something quickly here. Um, Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein said, a ship is always safe at the shore, but that is not what it is built for. We're going to, the ships are going to be back out and, 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 and everything's going to come right back to normalcy and it would have to, we're not in revelations here. So I'm going to say that where the money really should come from more than the government is the rich. Anybody that's worth say a billion and up, ought to be giving checks to American people suffering. Oh, oh, I, and, and, oh, and when the rich oh, oh. are too greedy to do that, it's a the Whoa, 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 Rob. I'm going to have to take your Republican card back. No, I get Republicans on this all the time, yeah. It's, yeah. I, 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 can't I think stand, you're a libertarian. I can't, Go ahead. Well, I have a libertarian streak. I can't stand for one minute the level of greed that I see in that top 1%. I don't demonize or villainize them. I don't, there's, I'm not villainizing anybody. I'm just saying that right now, if I, if I was worth a billion dollars, I can guarantee you that every American would get a thousand dollar check from me and I would get my money back on the interest alone within six months or something. So they should be, they should, they don't need all that money at this moment. It's not going to, they're going to take it with them when they die. So, and I understand they want their great, 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 great grandchildren to be beneficiaries of their success. I understand the, the ancestral tree that they're looking at, but right now every person worth a billion or more ought to be giving everyday Americans who are suffering some money. You know, so, I, would you support taxing them to achieve that? Actually, yes. In a moment like this, yes. Wow. Okay. That, that's quite a shift. That's quite a shift. Welcome I'm, aboard. 
I, I asked you a question. This is an emergency. I, okay, give me a second, Rob. I asked the question about the new climate for business because here in New York City, which is the epicenter right now of the global crisis, I see what looks like a ghost town in 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 the busiest part of the city, which would be Times Square. Creepy, uh, right? The, the crossroads of the world. Nothing is happening, and I don't know any business that can bounce back in three months. I don't know any business that will be able to bounce back in six months. And um, I, was it Evan that said 75% of the uh, restaurants won't be able to reopen? And I think that that's the case with a lot of businesses. A lot of businesses are barely above their margins here. And so, you know, that moves into my next question. Um, credit, taxes, bills, rent, mortgages, What what is it going to take to get us moving forward. Uh, Sam, I'd like you to take that one. What's it going to take? Um, What's it going to take? It's going to take work, man. People people have to work. You know? Um, How do we get people to work? Where the work is going to come from? I mean, in order to... Huh? I'm so, I'm sorry I missed that. What was that, Rob? You you asked. I, I, I see a I see a coming surge in entrepreneurship. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. I I see that too. I do too. I, I do too. I, and I, I actually agree. think that that's okay. the plan. Agree, but to Rob's point, I want to say something. I think it was Rob who said this. Um, yes, Rob, you were saying how how the billionaires should be giving some of their money, spreading the, spreading their wealth around. You know, sort of you socialism, bet. whatever. Um, the thing no, it's that, not socialism; that, it's not the government. Okay, well, all right, it's just a, a, a charity thing. I'm sorry, do. Brian. I, I, Brian, you added something I didn't hear. That could you repeat that, please? It doesn't have to be the government to be socialism. Why not? Okay. Well, anytime um, you anytime you funded somebody and you're giving them something that they didn't necessarily earn, that's socialism, isn't it? Why does that have to come from the government to be considered socialism? Well, because that's a that form. Because socialism or, 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 or is it? I mean, the church about that's socialism, but it, uh, it that, comes from just kind-heartedness. This is a national oh. emergency. Okay, and Brian, you're a little bit muffled, so I just want to make sure that I'm hearing everything. So if you can just uh, make sure that you're speaking right into your mic. Sam, uh, do you agree? Do you agree that the rich ought to be putting some money up and spreading the wealth around right now? I. I agree with it, but it needs to be done in a particular way. For example, um, we it, it's it's not going to be classified as socialism. It's it's going to be something charitable. It means that somebody needs to now. Right. Here's a great idea, fellas. Maybe we can do this entrepreneurship. Let's do it. Oh, well, you say, fellas, Listen, don't forget about the lady, please. I got, I got, I got an idea. Hold on, I got an idea. <laughs> well, can charity, I speak now because I cannot right? hear some the of rich you? People so people can um, donate the money to the charity, and we can be okay. responsible to. Fund so the money uh, to when people. it comes to right, if the question was, okay. people are doing the so what that sort of system. Okay, wait, too many people talking. One second. Rich people, okay. have, Bill Gates, all of them, they're all being philanthropical and they're, do- they're donating monies to charities. The charities are trying to feed people and do whatever. Right now, we know Whoa. that the need is that people need money. Right? Right. So the, right. So hey, the but, but these I, Bill Gates and these, these Warren Buffets and all of that, they can, they can donate the money. And if we would find a way to systematically give out that money that they're donating, we're putting the money directly into people's hands, they can spend it any way they want. Now, right? now you you're saying you're saying you're saying something here. 
Shannon is spot on. This is fine. I'm just saying this is socialism. You guys are coming around to it. You guys are understanding it. It's a national emergency. It's not socialism at all. It is not socialism. It is a charitable donation done by the rich people where they're getting the tax breaks, the benefits of writing that money off. And the charity, okay, so what if we go to charity, what if we go to Peter Thiel and what if Peter Thiel doesn't want to donate? And what if Bill Gates doesn't want to donate? Rob, Rob has suggested charity, that he's okay with taxing him. Okay, the charity is supporting ahead. the people, yeah. Whether it be by cre- giving them food baskets or by giving them money, you can do it either way you okay. want. That's yeah, not so, whoa, whoa, so Sam, whoa, Sam, Sam, whoa, Sam, whoa. Sam. If if they don't want to donate, would you? Are you in agreement with Rob? Would you support taxing them in order to, to get that money and to distribute to people? No. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, and I don't wow. blame it. Okay, I normally okay. wouldn't be either. Hold on, Brian. I'm not. Um, they I'm going to earn that money. They can do what they want. Okay, Sam. Hold on one second. Let me. Uh, I'm going to add something here. You know, guys, we're talking about charity, and I love fish, and I appreciate the fact that you would give me a fish, but I would rather have a fishing pole. I would rather have bait. And I would rather have a lake so that I can get my own goddamn fish. I don't want anybody giving me fish. I want to be able to fish. Okay. So with that being said, wouldn't we all as a whole, since we say that entrepreneurship is the new direction, wouldn't we support entrepreneurs being able to get funding to begin businesses, not charity, but funding to initiate the businesses, Uh, get loans with more forgivable rates so that you can move forward on the entrepreneurial front? Is anybody in agreement with that here? Well, we from, five, from, five, minutes, five minutes. So we got uh, 15 seconds apiece. Go ahead, Nyerka. From what I heard, the loans are going to be provided without any interest. It could be, it, it could just be paid for. That's what is coming up. From what I've heard as well is that there was going to be a reset because before Trump, there was Rand Paul, I mean, Ron Paul, the father. Ron Paul Paul was the only candidate who took the Federal Reserve Bank to Congress to audit them. So I've also heard Trump speak out on the the Federal Reserve that it's a fraudulent system. So what I think that is going to happen, which it is, because it's a contract in which you have no knowledge of. No one enters into contract with full disclosure. So wow. what is going to happen is, is that there is going to be a reset. Do not believe me. Let's see what happens. There is going to be a reset of the economy system so that Reset everybody will benefit from it. Wow. Okay. So, so backed, backed, right, backed so, by gold oh, or silver. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. Kennedy tried to do that and he was assassinated. Okay. So, Nyoka, I like the fact that you mentioned gold and silver because commodities tend to be one of the things that when the economy is not stable that we can fall back on. Now, I've got to move. Guys, you only have 15 seconds. When I say 15, I mean 15. I will cut you off. Rob, uh, go ahead. Um, I I think that that, that Slim is correct in that it's going to be interest-free loans. And once we have, yeah, we're going to see a lot of interest-free loans. And she may also be correct that battling against the, um, say, the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call it, is probably, is actually probably is what got John F. Kennedy assassinated. Wow. Interesting. Sam, what's your thought? Entrepreneurship and the new economy. What you, you said charity, but does charity support entrepreneurship? 15 seconds. Charity can. It just depends. So I like the interest-free loans idea. I didn't hear it from Slim. I heard somebody else repeat it. 
but um, um, yeah, interest-free loans is, is fine. You're going to have a lot of um, stipulations and conditions, which is going to make it difficult probably, but um, that'd be, that's a good start. That's a good start. Okay. We've only got about three more minutes left in this particular program. Uh, Sam, thank you for that comment. Evan, 15 seconds. Go ahead. What uh, charity or should, what, what needs to happen? 15 seconds. Anytime you're, you're relying on charity for public policy, you're failing. The, the only way that, that you can insure donations is to tax people to get it. And, and there's plenty, plenty in the top 1% that can be taxed and can fund all sorts of things. The other thing I'll say is this, is that the only thing that actually creates jobs is demand for a product. And unless people have money to buy things, there will be no demand. So you oh. need to ensure that people have money. And the way to do that is to tax the wealthy and to distribute uh, 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 support to people, uh, a social stimulus to people. And it should be at least $2,000 a month. Wow. Just and Evan, Okay. So Evan, you said tax. Brian, tax is a curse word for right-leaning people. How come <laughs> we're not, how come we're not hearing about investment? 15 seconds. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it, it is it's a dirty word for them, but I mean, it's because they don't have to pay as much in taxes. The people that make the less seem to pay the most in taxes, but don't always seem to do quite as well. What's really going to get people working, Marquis, and we've kind of described it without saying the word, it's going to be confidence. You got to be confident that the virus is gone. You got to be confident that the money that you earn, uh, you're going to be able to take care of yourself and pay all your bills and everything else. What's going to keep this economy going is having confidence that we can, as Rob said, bounce back uh, to where we were. Wow. And you know what, Brian, you you ended it on a perfect statement. I want to thank everybody no for tuning into Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, I want to thank you for being part of the program. I also want to thank my panelists today, Brian Parker, Evan Engel, Samuel Kachera, Rob Arnold, and Nyurka Encarnacion. Um, tomorrow, we will have a new guest, Dr. John Daniel, who will be joining us on our program. And we are going to be discussing on Wednesday, April 8th, 5G, helpful or harmful. Uh, and we thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault live stream, and we are out. Oh,